this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabwag and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 40 of the stock market outlook for September 27 to October 1, 2021. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices gained last week, mainly due to bargain hunting during midweek, which again pushed the main index to close near the 7,000-point level. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 38.68 points to close at 6,951.53 points. The main index was up almost all week long except last Monday when it gave up 54.95 points. The average volume of trade was relatively higher, valued at 6.8 billion pesos as the market shrugged off the dovish moves on main policy rates by the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Banco Central ng Pilipinas. Foreign investors, which made up 37% of the trade, were net sellers at 859.77 million pesos. All other sub-indices ended mixed. The broader all-shares index was up 27.80 points to close at 4,323.64 points. The financials index fell 15.67 to close at 1,426.79. The industrial index gained 87.47 to close higher at 10,259.43. The holding firms index gave up 65.11 to close at 6,821.95. The property index rose 15.40 to close at 3,055.31. The services index gained 92.96 to close at 1,923.46. And the mining and oil index declined 10.34 to close at 9,436.54. For the weak losers, edge gainers 135 to 86 and 30 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were 8990 Holdings Incorporated, Concrete Aggregates Corporation B Shares, Double Dragon Properties Corporation, PLDT Incorporated, AC Energy Corporation, and LT Group Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were Chemical Industries of the Philippines Incorporated, ATN Holdings Incorporated B, IREMIT Incorporated, Manila Mining Corporation A, Millennium Global Holdings Incorporated, and PH Resorts Group Holdings Incorporated. Share prices may continue its rise this week, but analysts said 
trading may be volatile as the main index is again nearing the 7,000 point mark. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the glass ceiling that is 7,000 needs a stronger catalyst to shatter beyond reopening themes or the central bank maintaining the status quo that seems to be baked in prices as of the moment. Broker 2 Trade Asia said investors are trying to take their respective positions ahead of the nine month reporting period for listed companies which will start by next month through November. The broker said there is a shift in momentum since the past few weeks, particularly on flows. There seems to be an almost tangible bias now towards blue chips and mid caps. The broker advised investors to monitor intraday rallies as the road to 7,000 point mark of the main index overlaps with the third quarter earnings season. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said the local market may still take cues from how government addresses COVID-19 cases, which slightly declined at an average of 17,705 cases per day, lower compared to the previous week's 20,280. Case Bulletin number 561 by the Department of Health said that to date, 75% of 4,400 intensive care unit beds are in use nationwide along with 65% of 21,100 isolation beds, 68% of 16,000 ward beds, and 54% of 3,300 ventilators dedicated to patients with COVID-19. In Metro Manila, 76% of 1,600 ICU beds are in use along with 55% of 4,800 isolation beds, 64% of 4,600 ward beds, and 57% of 1,100 ventilators. Tanchango said if the decline continues, then it may spur positive sentiment in the market. Tanchango said investors are also expected to watch out for the government's decision on the social restriction measures of the country after September 30. Tanchanko added that the easing of restrictions may send the local market higher. Tanchanko said that investors may also watch out for the upcoming IHS Market Philippines Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index for clues on how the local economy is faring. The IHS Market Philippines Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index slipped to 46.4 in August from 50.4 in July, a report by CNN Philippines said. The figure falls below the 50.0 value separating expansion from contraction with the PMI last dwelling below the neutral value in May at 49.9. The latest decline indicated a renewed contraction in operating conditions in the Philippine manufacturing sector and one which was the steepest since May 2020, said the UK-based information provider. The index stood at 40.1 in May last year. The local market's 10-day exponential moving average of 6,908.80 is seen at its initial support, followed by the 50-day exponential moving average at 6,788.51. The 7,000 to 7,100 range is seen as the market's resistance. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation has placed a hold recommendation on the stock of Philippine National Bank due to the persistent headwinds. Broker Regina Capital said Philippine National Bank is expecting a strong 2021 income 
but mainly because of a one-time gain of 33.6 billion pesos. But Philippine National Bank would have reported a net loss for the first half of 11.47 billion pesos with the absence of those gains, Regina Capital said. Meanwhile, Philippine National Bank is one of the largest creditors of the cash-strapped TAN-led airline Philippine Airlines, the broker said. Regina Capital cited news reports that noted the airline owes Philippine National Bank around $272.4 million. It is only a relatively small portion of the bank's first semester loan book, but note that the management of Philippine National Bank is keen on utilizing the Financial Institutions Strategic Transfer Act to clean up its non-performing loans and real and other properties acquired, Regina Capital said. Broker Regina Capital gave a fair value price on the stock of Philippine National Bank at 24 pesos and 80 centavos. The shares of Philippine National Bank closed last week at 20 pesos and 55 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital gave a buy rating on the stock of Concepcion Industrial Corporation after the company was able to see some hints of recovery during the first half of the year. The broker said the shift in consumer behavior amid the pandemic helped the division of Concepcion Industrial Corporation on consumer goods to remain resilient as it continuously holds the lion's share of the firm's top line. In contrast, the Alstra division's top line contribution contracted due to the disruptions currently experienced by the construction industry as a whole, Regina Capital said. The Alstra division is the company's products and related services including air conditioning, heating, and ventilation, as well as service of elevators, escalators, moving walkways and shuttle systems, primarily for industrial and commercial use. Broker Regina Capital said that overall, with the assumption it will be able to clear its backlogs once construction activities have resumed, coupled with sustained demand in white products, it retains its buy rating on Concepcion Industrial Corporation while raising the target to 33 pesos. Regina Capital said the downside risks to its projections are slower than expected clearing of Alstra backlogs and fluctuation of copper prices. The shares of Concepcion Industrial Corporation closed last Friday at 22 pesos and 55 centavos apiece. And now for the weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In a weather advisory it issued at 11 o'clock p.m. of September 26, which PAGASA said was valid for broadcast until the next advisory at 11 o'clock a.m. of September 27, Typhoon Mindule or Lali was slightly weakened over the Philippine Sea. Pagasa said the center of the eye of Typhoon Mindule or Lali was estimated based on all available data at 1,600 kilometers east of extreme northern Luzon, which is outside the Philippine area of responsibility. In a weekly weather advisory that Pag-asa issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 24, 2021, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of October 1, the weather agency said that beginning Sunday until Tuesday, September 26 to September 28, the intertropical convergence zone will affect Visayas and Mindanao. But Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions except for isolated rain showers or thunderstorms mostly in the afternoon or evening. 
Pag-asa said that by Wednesday until Thursday, September 29 to September 30, cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over western Visayas and Palawan due to the southwest monsoon enhanced by Lani located on the east of northern Luzon. But Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions except for isolated rain showers and thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening. Pagasa said that by Friday, October 1, cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms are expected over western Visayas and Palawan due to the southwest monsoon enhanced by Typhoon Mindule. But Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions except for isolated rain showers or thunderstorms mostly in the afternoon or evening. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.